Were your drivers happy? Were the employees happy? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they, they were getting employees, paid pretty good? It was always good. I always paid people well. Okay. I never really had a problem keeping and retaining drivers. It was just more functionality of me being like, okay, I'm not making anything. Okay. So I wanted to quit about five times. I okay. I almost gave up three or four or five times. It, it was shouts out to my wife for, for um, <laughs> holding for, it down. Yeah, for, for, for giving me that push when I was like, I'm done. Right. I'm done. Right, I'm right. going to go back to work. And right. she's like, I, just, I feel it. Something's about to happen. Just keep yeah, going. Yeah. And, and truth be told, it happened. So, so at this time, you have the two trucks, like mm -hmm. box trucks, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get the van that's sitting somewhere doing whatever yeah. it's doing. Sitting at the crib. Yeah, in the red, yeah. right? In Negative red. forty thousand. Yeah. All right, let's talk about how we start clawing our way back up to the to, to at least break even. Like what what do you start what do you start doing now? Got more aggressive on the on the lower boards. Okay. Got, got more aggressive. Start calling, reaching out to more people. Stop depending on Amazon solely. Okay. Because in this time, in this time, the story is interesting because eight months after I started the business in Atlanta, I moved the trucking company to Phoenix. Okay. So I moved to Phoenix for 18 months and I grind out Amazon. I found the connection on Craigslist for two um for two load for two loads, two two trucks worth of work. Okay. Out in Phoenix. So gotcha. me and my cousin, so I'm like, look, all right, we're going to Phoenix. The rates look a little bit good. Right. And I'm sick of Atlanta. I'm sick of trying to play the part and all this. I want to <laughs> go somewhere where it's sunny and it don't rain all the time. Right, right. So so I go out there for 18 months. I make it happen. I hit a couple brokers up. I started to do some different work out there. I was doing Amazon. I was reaching out to um I, I was reaching out to Redway. I was running loads for them. And it wasn't consistent, but I learned that the, the non-consistent work paid more than the dedicated work. So hmm. I started to mix the dedicated work was to pay my bills. Right. The broker work was to was to make profits because they the profit margin was 50% more. Usually that's that's an unconventional thought. Usually people will say that the dedicated work is where you want to be at. No, the dedicated work is where you want to be at from a sense of consistency. Okay. From the, the job mind, you know, from the consistency, I don't want to look for work mind. Okay. Which is why Amazon Freight right now doesn't pay me as much as I can go get somewhere else. Okay. But it's consistent and it allows me to be here. Got you. So I look for the work that allows me to be here, not for the ones with the biggest profits. So some people would rather be in a business full time and running it, trying to make the most money. I want my time. So I would rather make the 800,000, you know, instead of making all of the millions, 800,000 here off this company, 800,000 off of this company, I'd rather do that. Because for one, for one, I get bored easy. Right. So I need multiple companies because I'm gonna get bored with trucking on any one thing. Right. Because it's my personality. I just, you know, multi, you know, multi multifaceted. Yeah, How do you know. start finding these other customers and these other people you start reaching out outside cold, of cold calling, man? Okay, and that's the thing I push on my thing. Like everybody, like you don't gotta. I don't just push Amazon because because I did it. I just say it's a good starting point. They gonna all, they, they're a shipper. Right. You wanna find shippers? Right. Shippers is the most important person in the game. So anybody saying, oh, not let's not look at this shipper is crazy. Right. Because brokers are looking for who. Shippers. Shippers. This are looking for who? Shippers. Carriers are looking for who? Shippers. Okay then. So why Shippers. am I? So why? So why am I not going to continue to build my relationship with a shipper? Right. When everybody's looking for shippers. Right. It doesn't make sense to say go talk to a broker when I can talk to a shipper. Right. 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 That's I, a fact. I get my money every week. That's a fact. How do you find shippers? You find I find shippers cold calling, man. If how do you know who to cold call? Anybody. Hey, <laughs> if I drive past and they got a dog, know I'm calling. That's my philosophy. I'm calling. It don't them. matter. I'm calling. Them. I'm do you do that? Do you actually drive in like like uh, areas where there's a lot of uh, uh, men? I can't think of the word right now, but you know, uh, area uh, industrial parks. Yeah. Uh, looking for the bay doors and so forth nah, and so nah, on. It's, it's just like you go. You on like, Google? I, I mean, Google. Okay. Broker, brokers near me. Okay. Freight forwarders near me. Okay. 
um, third-party logistics companies near me. Okay. So I got I get on the phone. You ain't even got to be driving. They all listed. Got gotcha. Distribution centers near me. When so you, you, you don't even have to go out and drive. I mean, we got Google. You when you I, call them, what do you say? I just I just asked for somebody in the shipping department. Okay. And I then said, what do you say? I said I, I said hey um I was you know I was I was I was driving by or either I fake like I had been in a facility before and I was like hey you know I was there dropping off a load and I was running if you guys you know need have any need for 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 a local guy that's always in the area right. You know, it's much better for me to come and service you right. here locally than you having some guy that's just passing through town to trust him with your freight. He might run off. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I started to build that. Like, look, look, I'm here. I did the same thing in Phoenix. Hey, look, I'm, I'm a local guy in the area. Okay. And, and, and brokers are always if they if it's consistent freight, they would much rather deal with somebody locally in the area because I didn't got I didn't link up with some brokers that put me onto some 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 really hot stuff too. Though. How many no's before you got to a yes? Typically, usually, yeah. So, so in Phoenix, um, I was I I I called thirty people, only got one hit. Okay. Number number. What what that what that one hit do for you? That that one hit got me about seventy five thousand a year. Not bad. Not bad. Persistence. Persistence. So so I mean so that's how I got it. You gotta be. What type of freight was that? It was. It was it was a company that had a contract with the hospitals. Okay. So I was delivering like dialysis machines. Okay. So this was super easy work. So they would call me and pay me one sixty to put one dialysis machine <laughs> on my on this big twenty six foot box truck. It took up one piece of space. I really could have did it in my cargo van, but I didn't have a lift gate on it. Okay. And the work and they they wasn't guaranteeing me to work. They was they was calling me often, but it was no guarantee. So I do so some weeks I do three grand with them. Some Got weeks you. I do five hundred with them. Got you. But it ended up it ended up being cool because I, I had a shipper. I had I had air gas. That they was a shipper that I, that I ended up able to um they they give me like five hundred dollars to go like one hundred fifty miles, but they wouldn't call me all the time. So that but it'll be a, it'll be a good day when they do. Got you. You know I had I had right away freight. Okay. Right, right away freight pays. The best. They pay me seven hundred dollars to go to go sixty miles. Mm, mm. But you're gonna be putting twenty five hundred pound pallets on the lift gate, right? And wear and tear. And that ain't no fun to deal with. You gotta right. think about it. I'm, I'm scrawny. Yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? So I'm a scrawny dude. Yeah. So you so you figure if I'm if I'm on a on a on a on a pallet jack, I'm trying to turn it. Like I got bird seeds, bird seeds bags busted. Right, up, right, right. All on my floor. Now right. my floor greasy. <laughs> Now I'm in the back slipping. <laughs> so even though it wasn't that much wear and tear as far as mileage, I realized I don't I ain't trying to be doing all of this. That, that's hectic. Right. I done, I done had pallets fall off. Right. I didn't almost smash my foot because I, I jumped. I had something fell off and I kind of came off the, off the lift gate with it. Mm. So I had to realize in that moment, OK, there's work that pays more. But what are you willing to do? Right. Right, right, and, and that's what everybody got to ask yourself. It ain't like what makes the most money. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not lazy. But I'm not like I'm not the guy with the jackhammer on the construction site. Got I'm more you. of the foreman type. I'm not. I'm a thinker. I'm not really more like I'm not really that good with my hands. So when it comes to so Amazon worked perfectly for me. Pallet Jack. I was familiar with it from a warehouse. Right. From a warehouse standpoint, so I was familiar with. It. So that I stuck with work that was easy like that. Required a pallet jack, but Dr. to doc. And I ain't I ain't trying to be on that lift gate um, playing with 2,500 pound pallets. Got so, you. So that's not pretty 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 quick. So 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 why'd you leave Phoenix? I left Phoenix because I realized that that market had constraints that I would be able to do really good as a one truck person, even though if it now, don't get me wrong, out there in peak season, I ate good. I was able to rent four trucks, hire seasonal drivers and kill it. Okay. But the so you're still renting. You didn't buy a truck yet. No, no. It, it, at this time, I had I had bought I had I had owned two trucks. Okay, so you had two, and then you rented two. Right. No, I had two, and I probably rented an additional 
three. Okay, got gotcha. you. To make it to the point where I, where I was running five trucks. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Peak season. So, okay. So the whole time I'm, I'm running it, I understood it. But guess what happened? I, I turn up for peak season. I make sixty grand, right? But guess what happened? The slow season comes around. So now I'm using this whole sixty grand to keep my drivers and to just maintain the rental costs and everything during that time. Why it's not really any much break. So that peak season did good. But it still was bad because I lost all my money. Got Same you. thing happened the following year. Went up, did another sixty-seven thousand profit. Lost it all in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, the three months preceding that because I didn't have any work. Got you, got you, got so, you. So it didn't happen until that roll into that third year where after that peak season, boom, I had the peak season, and for the first time, I had work on the other side of peak season, mm. which then I had consistent work. Okay. So dedicated work. So anybody out there on the load board, that's tires. I had 10 trucks over the road. So I know about being over the road. Picture working 16 hours a day. Me and my wife both working 16 hours a day trying to dispatch these trucks. Right. So at that point, I'm like, this is too much work. Granted, I'm making double the money that I'm making at Amazon, but I'm working twice as much. And now my wife's working twice as much. So who's going to cook for the kids? Right. Right. You know what I'm and you're driving as well still. No, no. You, you didn't no, drive yet? You're not, no, you, at that point, I'm not driving. Okay. As soon as... Like I stopped driving, I stopped driving about a year and a half ago when I decided, I decided that there's no way that I could, that I could be a CEO from the truck. Mm. I can be a CEO for me, but there's no way I can grow this. Expound so, on that, please. So, okay. So, so check this out. So in July of 2019, I made a decision. I said for the next 90 days, I'm not doing anything besides trucking. I, Cause I was hopping in Uber, trying to do Uber to make ends meet. I was trying to keep the entrepreneur dream alive. I'm not going back to work. So I said, look, the only way I read a book called The Evening and, and, it, and it dawned on me. It said, the, it, 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 was, it was like, you can't be it being in the business. So I like, okay, for the next 90 days, I looked at my income. I said, okay, how much is my, how much is my, um, is my cost of living? I'm like, okay, I can survive off about 4,500, 5Gs. Okay. All right. At this time, I had paid up my credit cards a little bit, so I had a little bit of credit. So I had about six months enough, enough where I had six months worth of, uh, worth of bills. Okay. So I said, I'm going to stay in this house. I'm going to work these phones until I figure something out. It ended up paying off. Okay. So I stayed in the house and um, I ended up getting accepted to, excuse me, I ended up getting accepted to Amazon Relay. Okay. At the time, you needed to have a semi. So I finessed the game and I ended up hitting up JB Hunt because my insurance was like, why you need trailer interchange? If you don't have a semi, right? But at the time, Amazon Relay said you need trailer interchange. Got you. So I had to act like so I went so I so I had to act like I was getting it. So I went to JB Hunt, and they end up reaching out. I act like I want to work with them. They reached out to my insurance. Boom. Got the interchange. Trailer interchange. There you go. So it was one hundred fifty dollars. So the loan person was like, "Well, I'm gonna pay one hundred fifty dollars." Boom. It was the whole scheme to make sure I'm ready and locked in for Amazon. Boom. Right. So now, so now I'm working. But I'm in a truck to you know to keep some money coming in. Okay. But I'm still thinking like, okay, I gotta get somebody else in this truck. Okay. So as I, as I'm building it up, I started I started getting clever. I said, okay, I learned about these labor only moving companies. So I started to reach out to labor only moving companies, and I'm like, look, I got a box truck. Y'all doing labor only moves? Why don't I promote myself as a moving company? And won't, and whenever jobs y'all get to me the truck, y'all team up with me. And I retired the truck. Right. Boom. Right. Right. So we saw. So, so I started to do that, and that started to bridge the gap for the income. Got it Started you. to make sense. So then I ended up starting a moving company in the process. Mm. And so I would run my truck for Amazon at night, periodically whenever I had loads, and I would run the, the moving company during the daytime. So now I started to get back in the thing. Mind you, on my way back from Phoenix, 
the motor went out in my new truck, my $30,000 truck, the motor had went out. So I'm stuck with an old 24-foot box truck, like straight raggedy, <laughs> little raggedy piece. And this, this is all I got now. I'm ready to quit. Right. I'm, right, like, right. I'm like, my big truck, I'm like, I'm paying a $1,200 note on the truck that the motor went out on. Yeah. But I didn't want to mess up my credit. Right. I had survived with my credit. So fast forward, I end up, October came around, and I end up getting, I end up, um, somebody was telling me about Selectus. Okay. It was a box truck load board. Yeah. I put one truck on, the, no, it's September. I put one truck over the road. I'm making $2,500 profit. I'm like, oh, yeah. So guess what I go out and do? What's that? I go out and go get nine more trucks. <laughs> okay. So Amazon had hit me up and said that they potentially could need somebody who got 10 trucks. They had sent me the email. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go get nine trucks and put them over the road. And worst case, if Amazon works out. I can just move these trucks to Amazon. To Amazon, right? You know what I'm saying. Now, so, are you how how are you how are you financing these trucks? You purchasing them or you? I rented them all. Rented them, okay. I rented them all, okay. So I called Ryder. I'm like, look, I'm trying to get nine trucks for a long time. They cut me a rate of three fifty a week and nine cents a mile. Got you. I'm like, so my operation cost it made sense. I'm like, okay, I'm only even if I'm doing a lot of miles, I'm only about six hundred, seven hundred dollars a week. So for people who's curious to rent a truck from Ryder, what do you need to do? What do you need to have? What credentials? You would need to. It just depends on your your your, your mouthpiece. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. like different people could like it could be rules, but I break rules. Okay. So so you know make rules. So so I, I would say so. Ryder, you would call and they tell you that they don't they don't, don't want to rent you a truck, you know, until you got two years in business. But if you talk to the right person, you keep calling. Somebody's gonna let you in. Hey, look, man, I got this box truck. I'm trying to rent it for a long time. They'll, they they will let you in. Got you. You know, eventually you just gotta call around. You call the one in Atlanta, they might not. You gotta. Everything is all about ex taking rejection well. Mm. Essentially, everything is about not not stopping. Those no's mean you getting closer to the yes. Slack yourself out to believe that, and, yeah. and, and you will be successful.